Welcome everyone to the UIBuzz.com podcast. I'm your host, Peter Whittem. On this podcast, we talk about topics like user interaction, user design, interface design, application development. It might be tools, techniques, or trends, anything along those lines. So why don't we go ahead and let's get into it. I recently wanted to go back and revisit a project, a side project that I have that I've never been truly satisfied with the solution that I built, well, that I'm using for it and partly built, I guess I should say, and maybe that's part of the problem right there. So I wanted to just strip out and you know go back to the basics and cancel the whole thing and start over. Now, anytime I start a personal project, I always feel it's an opportunity to try some new tools. Right? Not that there's anything wrong with the tools that I've been using, but I always see it as an opportunity to learn something new and try something different. So this time around, I wanted to, it's, it's kind of a blog, I guess you would call it more than anything, uh, for my website that has my photography stuff on it, which is graphicsmedia, G-R-F-X-M-E-D-I-A.com. Now, at the moment, it's hosted on um, SmugMug and... I'm not really going to talk about that too much. You know, I did that for a reason and there's lots of useful stuff in there, but it doesn't serve the purpose that I I need for my project now. So given that, as I've mentioned before, I use Gatsby.js for my other sites, you know, I thought let's follow a similar trend because I'm just blown away again by how much sort of Jamstack stuff is working out really well for me. But I, I thought, you know, let's not use Gatsby.js, right? I've already done that, and I'm super happy with it, very impressed, and I don't want to give any impression that I have any reason to move away from it. That That's not the goal here. That's not what I'm saying. But I thought to myself, let's try another one. So I decided, you know, okay, well, I've never used it. Let's try Next.js, which may be familiar to some of you out there. Um, it's very popular and I thought let's go ahead and give it a go so you know in true fashion of course anytime I don't know anything about something or I'm starting a new set of tools I approach it from the fact of not knowing anything so that I don't have any preconceived uh, notions of what I expect from it so I followed through some basic tutorials from the very beginning on the Next.js site and I'll, I'll put a link for that in the show notes uh, but what I want to say is I was super impressed with how easy it was now of course i had some understanding because i've worked with gatsby before and both gatsby and next.js sit on top of react so there's that familiar ground there but i was really impressed with how easy it was to get started right now there's going to be a little bit of a comparison here between next.js and and gatsby that's inevitable but i really want to try and sort of keep it down to my experiences and and not do so much of a comparison. So I followed the tutorials, which actually help you make a very basic blog, which was just a perfect starting point for me. And I was, the first impression I had was firstly, compared to some of the other tools I've used, when you spin up like the development server that you run locally in that, it was a lot quicker to parcel the files and, and get it up and running. So that's good from a development standpoint. It has a lot of the features, of course, that you see, you know, from a lot of the other tool sets, things like live reloading. So as I'm editing the code, I can see it edit, you know, appearing live in the window uh, on the actual web page. That's fantastic. Now, what I did, I want as I was working through the tutorial, there's there was parts like, you know, applying CSS, some basic styling to get you familiar with those concepts. I bypassed those a little bit 
because I also wanted to try another technology that, again, I'll put a link in the show notes, that I hear a lot of people talking about. And I wanted to try Tailwind CSS and see what, you know, all the fun was there that everyone was having. So I immediately sort of stopped at that point when I had to do some styling and jumped over to Tailwind and incorporated that into my project. And again, amazed how easy it was to do that. And Tailwind looks to be very powerful. So that's something else you may want to look at. Now, Tailwind works with a whole bunch of different things. It's basically a CSS framework. I may be describing it wrong there and you may shoot me down for that, but you can use it with anything. And it's got a whole bunch of pre-built styles and I know they've got some paid components, but I was just wanting to try the styles first of all. So that gave me a basic styling and I could really just forget the styles, you know, designing the site from a style point and just get back to learning XJS. So then after that, what I did was I wanted to learn the basics, obviously, of routing, right? How do I create pages? Well, you know, unlike Gatsby, for example, and I'm sure many others, I didn't have to do any configuration, right? I just made a folder. I'm looking at the code here. I just made a folder called pages. And in there, I put the pages that I needed. And Next.js just magically looked at it and said, okay, great, I've got some pages. So for example, I'm, you know, on my index page, of course, um, there's, there's some basic things you do, right? You know, you're gonna do some basic imports, but once I set it up as a very basic, essentially React component and exported it, it just magically starts working as a page. So I was really impressed with that. You know, the routing is very easy to get along with. Um, the routing out of the box does follow the format in which you lay out the files and folders. So that's worth noting, especially when it comes to things like posts. Now on that, I created another folder at the root level of the project called posts. And anything I put in there is a markdown file. Um, you know, it, it brings that in. But the again, the default URL in production, if this makes sense, and if you follow me here, because it's in the posts folder with a file name, the URL structure will be, you know, domain name slash posts slash whatever the name of your markdown file is. Now, of course, you can do some things to change that. But, you know, again, we're starting from the very basics of like, let's just get this thing running, understand the basics, and then maybe I'll put a slug in the markdown files later on. But for most people out of the box, that's going to do it for you, right? That's a very simple, uh, almost, you know, just managing your URLs at the file structure level in the project, which works out well for a lot of people. Uh, may not be the most SEO friendly, but it works. So anyway, uh, back to the Next.js part. I don't have any config files, which was interesting to me, right? Now, I, I have added a couple since then because obviously I incorporated Tailwind. So I added a Tailwind configuration file and I've added a post CSS configuration file, but the important point is there's no, you know, like node configuration file, browser configuration file, anything like that. Now there may be later on, obviously, when things get more complex, I may have to do that. But my point is starting out from nothing out of the box, it's very easy to understand because I don't have all these extra files that I'm looking at and saying, well, what's this file? What do I do here? Do I have to configure this? No, Next.js just does it for you, which you know is, is very refreshing compared to some of the other uh, frameworks, if you like, that I've used or, or whatever you want to call them, site builders. 
So, so far I've been very impressed with Next.js and this is definitely the one I'm going to use for this project and push it further. Now, you know, you, I mentioned that the posts are markdown files. That was my choice, right? You don't have to do it that way, but that was my choice because that's how I do my sites. However, and then probably coming up soon, I'll have to do another episode where I talk about Contentful because I have been taking part in the 100 Days of Gatsby uh, coding project. And the way that works is you have, you know, these sprints that they've created and they actually want you to use Contentful, which is an online, uh, I don't want to... I don't really want to use the word database, but I guess that's the way it will be familiar to most, right? And I'm super impressed with Contentful as well. So I definitely want to talk about that as I become more experienced with that. But anyway, on this one, I've chosen Markdown Files because it's just familiar territory for me, right? You've got that header area where you put all the metadata in, like the title, the date, featured image, summary. That's what I've got in mind right now. And it's super easy to work with. Now, talking about that, you know, let, let's go into that a little bit here, right? So when I'm rendering out my posts, you know, I'm not using, uh, you know, like uh, GraphQL is what I use for, or graphical, I'm not sure the best way to pronounce that. But I use that with my Gatsby sites and it's not, it's doing something similar, right? But it sort of isn't with Next.js. Uh, what it's doing is, you know, I return the props with, and then I pass those in to, you know, the builders for the pages. Um, but it's not quite the same, but it does out of the box. It just gives me instant access to that metadata, that, that header data in the markdown files, which is what I need. And the whole goal of my project here and, and trying Next.js was I want to get this up to speed quickly because, you know, this project is all about the content. It's not about how much of an amazing site can I make? It's how quickly can I make a site that I understand and can control and lay out and do everything I want feature wise, but more importantly, how quickly can I get it live and how quickly can I get the content in there and then worry about building on it later. So, you know, to wrap this episode up, I'm just really impressed with Next.js and I'm not moving away from Gatsby. Like I said, I actually feel like I've, I benefit from using both because it gives me experience on both of those platforms and they are both built on top of a, you know, React. So I, again, I'm using, I'm learning knowledge that I can really use with both. And I think that that, if you can find technologies like that, that's a good way to go for your, your own skill set and, and getting things done, right? You don't have to jump between essentially foreign programming languages or frameworks and have to switch your head between each one and the learning curve is longer and the time to live is longer. If you can find stuff built along similar lines, that's always going to be a benefit. So I'd love to hear your thoughts on this. You can reach out to me at uibuzz.com. You can leave, you know, comments on, on this uh, podcast. I'll leave a link where you can go across and leave comments on there. If it's been helpful, um, you know, please feel free to support me on Patreon. You can go to patreon.com forward slash PWCOM. Or if you want, you know, you can just buy me a coffee. I really love my coffee as a developer, as you can well imagine. You can go to buymeacoffee.com forward slash PWCOM. Or if you want, you can reach out to me on Twitter at UIBUZZ. And with that, take care and we will speak next time.